Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Dirt Church Radio is a locally produced show with a focus on trail running, basically running in New Zealand's great outdoors. But don't get the idea that this podcast is a collection of split times and training notes and protein shake recipes and sneaker specifications. No, finding passionate, interesting people to talk to about the things that give them a buzz is generally a pretty good recipe for audio success. And the feature interviews with runners that are the centrepiece for each Dirt Church radio episode reveal a collection of interesting characters whose paths into trail running have often been long, circuitous and full of ups and downs. I'll speak to Eugene and Matt who make the show shortly, but I wanted to play you some first. And as well as those longer feature interviews, each episode has this section called The Greatest Run Ever, which lets listeners share those moments when they enter running Nirvana. We have an international one today yeah. to uh, go with our international guest, John Harmon from South Africa. So uh, welcome to you, John. Stumbled across your podcast the other day and have devoured all your episodes. Love them. Great to hear some running news from a different part of the world other than the US and Europe, which is where most of the podcasts I listen to tend to focus on. I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm amazed at the trail running community and multitude of races you've got down there. I was lucky enough to spend a month traveling around your gorgeous country in 2011 when you hosted the World Cup and your podcasts and my Googling episodes each time I hear you and your guests mention a new race means I've added motivation to visit again soon. Fantastic. Please do. Yeah. yeah. Your hashtag greatest run ever is a great feature and got me thinking. I'm struggling to isolate just one out of all the wonderful experiences that running has given me over the years, but I think I can stick to just two. Uh, we can let him get away with that. Yeah, we'll let him get away. Okay, with just because he's just because he's uh, an international listener. All right. The first would be the first time I seconded some mates running their comrades marathon. Ooh. Yeah, I thought I had a pretty good idea of the vibe and the energy of the event, having run it a few times. But I was blown away on the side of the road. Watching the front runners was impressive, but cheering on and supporting the back runners made for an awesome, inspiring, beautiful day out. With runners from all over the world out on the road and massive crowds cheering for most of the way, it is a day of the year that I'm most proud to be a runner, a supporter, a South African, a spectator. Just writing about it gives me goosebumps. We're just reading it out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've been down to the route every year since to either run or support. So second is an actual running experience. It is not anything special really, but for me it just sums up the joy of running. I was running along the contour path on Table Mountain early morning and had just run into the shadow of Devil shadow cast of Devil Peak. The trail was sloping gently downhill, the path was firm underfoot, and the view of a Cape Town CBD and up towards Table Mountain was sublime. It was only for a couple of hundred metres, but I can remember feeling completely at peace with the world and my place in it. The view, the sound of my feet on the trail, and the smell of the Finbos magic. 
Here's another clip from episode 7 of Dirt Church Radio, an interview with the American ultramarathon legend Dean Carnassus, who it turns out is actually a pretty late convert to serious running. I quit running um, while I was a teenager. I used to love to run when I was a kid, and then uh, I was in a, a bar in San Francisco on my 30th birthday doing what everyone does on their 30th birthday. I was you know, getting um, drunk with my friends, pissed as a lizard, as you would say. <laughs> And at midnight, I walked out of the bar and just decided I was going to run 30 miles cold turkey uh, in my underwear, <laughs> in, in tennis shoes. I didn't even have running shoes. And it kind of changed the course of my life. But, I mean, I, was, I could feel very discontent for about two years leading up to that. And, you know, one thing I really missed is my relationship with nature. Uh, we, I really, really talk about this, but, you know, I am more comfortable in nature, you know, running on a trail by myself than I am in front of an audience or that I am even hanging out with people in a small group. So I have a really intimate relationship with nature. It rejuvenates me. It's like it brings my soul back to life. And I had lost all contact with nature. I, you know, I worked in a corporate environment. I, I never really ventured off into the woods by myself. You know, I'd stop scaling mountains. You know, I'd get on planes. Everything was man-made, a man-made construction to everything I was doing. And you know, here in America, probably 90% of the people live their life exactly like that. They have no relationship with nature. I mean, their relationship is with screens and with other people and with man-made things, you know, malls, cars, you know, elevators, airplanes. And to me, I just felt something, you know, primordial was lacking from my life as, you know, a 30-year-old. And I think a lot of it was just this being out in the wild which I just yearned for. And thankfully, I made the decision to, to pursue that versus, you know, remaining within the corporate world. Does that I mean, make sense? Yeah, I hope I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I think to some people that's going to resonate what I just said. Other people are like, what are you talking about? You know, nature, what kind of relationship? That's like a walk in, you know, Central Park or something. But to me, nature is, you know, venturing off um, into real wilderness. Yeah, I think, well, our, our audience is a, is a trail running audience. So I think they'll all be um, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, 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 preaching to the choir, and they'll they'll all be pumping their fists at the moment. They get it, but I guess for for our you mentioned you know in America that that corporate life, and I guess the same applies to large parts of New Zealand as well. Mm. It's just a, a symptom of of Western life these days. What what is it that can get through to people that there is another way that you don't have to live that corporate drone lifestyle? Because I guess sorry to tack on to the end of your question. Your approach to life, or indeed our approach to life as trial runners, is quite threatening, I think, for some people. You know, how do you, how, how do, you do that? How do you run? How do you not take a car? You know, you, you'll often hear that thing, I couldn't even drive that far, or people kind of tot that out to hide their mm. uncomfortability. How do you get through to people? Or how, yeah, what is that moment? You know, you bring up a really good point. I think, you know, there, there, I, I'm noticing a, a growing divide between kind of our group you just described of trail runners that understand what I just articulated and others that just live in this man-made environment. And, and you know, they live in their screens. Um, they've never ventured out, out into the wilderness and don't venture out into the wilderness and don't really understand why you'd want to do that. <laughs> you know, they're, they, they're comfortable in this man-made environment. But sometimes what I've learned is just one exposure to adventure can flip the switch. I mean, I've taken, especially kids, I've taken a lot of like inner city youth out onto a trail. And, you know, it, a lot of these kids, 
in their lexicon, the word trail doesn't really exist. They don't know what a trail is. I mean, they mm. live in a city. Um, you know, their, their geographical footprint is like literally it's within like a kilometer and a half of their house. That's the largest, you know, they've ever, that's their, their, their world. And to take them out of that even once is such a breakthrough to, to some kids and to some individuals that they change their behavior altogether and change their lifestyle. I remember taking a group um, on a trail run one time from the city that were just road runners, um, you know, running across the Golden Gate Bridge and running up into a place called the Marin Headlands. And they were just awestruck. I mean, to them, you know, running was around as 1,500 meters around a track, you know, in track workouts, um, you know, in uniforms and coaches. And all of a sudden, here's this guy taking them on some trail, you know, for whatever distance we want to run for however however long we want to run. I mean, there was no one saying, you know, today is a, a you know, 10 kilometer workout at pace. I was just saying, let's, let's go run for a few hours and see some things. And just one experience like that can change people. Dean Carnassus interviewed on Dirt Church Radio. Now, the show's made by Matt Raymond, who's a mental health nurse, and journalist Eugene Bingham, and they started it a few months ago. As well as being mad keen runners, they're also big podcast fans and saw that their passion wasn't being very well catered for. So they decided to do something about it and started their own show. I like the name, Dirt Church Radio. So I asked Eugene how they came up with it. It essentially means nothing. It is a nice collection of syllables. I think Dirt Church Radio sounds good. It rolls off the tongue. We have a group of friends who run together most weekends and Dirt Church was a sort of flippant, you know, we didn't want to call our Facebook messenger group middle class dad gang, so Dirt Church (laughs) Radio sort of, or Dirt Church was the the next obvious choice or or our friend Tom was talking about, he'd always say, well I'm going to service this morning, is anyone coming? So Dirt Church went from there and when we came up with the idea, I mean, I especially didn't want to call it like ultra something or trail run this or so. Dirt Church Radio sounded good and it means nothing really. Yeah, it means what you want it to mean. So there isn't any profound philosophical thing about it having a whole spiritual dimension or there is? I read Boff Whaley, who is the guitar player for the band Chumbawamba. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very avid trail runner and he wrote a book called Run Wild, which is a really amazing read. And he, he, he's quite into sort of pantheism and, and Thoreau and stuff like that. I quite like that idea, but I can't claim to having any sort of deeper theological meaning. It has caused a little bit of confusion when I got a, a suggestion or a recommendation from Stitcher saying, since you like Dirt Church Radio, maybe you like this. And it was some Southern Baptist podcast. Woman's so, group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So there could be a bit of confusion there with people tuning in wanting kind of spiritual guidance and, um, and that kind of thing. It, we feel we kind of give that as well. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're a broad church. <laughs> broad church radio. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the guy from Chumbawamba is a regular listener. Well, I hope he is. He I mean, could be. He's he, listening. He's, an, he's a really good author. Does he run? Yeah, he runs Let's a get lot. him on the show. Boff Whaley. Yeah, yeah, we All should. Right. Yeah. This is the guy who wrote that classic song, I, that's the one. I Get Knocked Out, Then I Get Up Again. That's it. That's, that's him. the one. He's, yep. he's gone on to even greater things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he runs. He runs. 
So how did you guys meet for the first time? Was it through running? Yeah, it was through running. Matt organises a local a race here that supports the local school at Riverhead. And so it's it kind of famous in our, in our little neck of the woods for that. And I had a friend who uh, was enthused about that race and said, hey, you, you should meet up with Matt Raymond. He's an ultra runner as well. And so we kind of met through a mutual friend. And then one day I was running along the Hillary Trail. We hadn't actually met. I think we knew each other through social media. And I was running along the Hillary Trail at some awful hour of the morning and saw this guy running towards me who'd obviously started well earlier than me in the dark and thought, who the hell is that? And it was Matt Raymond. And that was the first time we sort of clapped eyes on each other. Mm. And we kind of just started running after that because we realised that we were both crazy runners and enjoyed running and we get on really well. And then, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. What do you know about your community of listeners? Like, wh- where are they? Or do you, are they mostly here in New Zealand? Or what, what do you know about them? About 80% of our audience is in New Zealand. The rest come from the US, the UK and Australia. And the Australian audience is growing, which is interesting. And what we know of them, they're a real enthusiastic bunch. Mm. Uh, we hear from them through social media. We hear from them through the, our pleas for Greatest Run Ever, so they'll write into us on the show. Uh, and they're just people who enjoy running, I think, and they like hearing about other runners. And the sort of catchphrase for our podcast is interesting conversations with interesting runners. So we try and just talk to people about stuff that you talk to them about on the trail. So it's not necessarily about running. And I think they, our listeners are people who just enjoy hearing about other human beings and their lives and what makes them tick. Do you guys talk when you're running together? Or is that something you do on the trail or is it something you do afterwards? Is it quite, I won't say competitive, but it's quite physically demanding during the run so you can't really talk at the time? Or how does it work? No, it, I mean, we... And interestingly, since we started Dirt Church Radio, you know, over last summer we were running together every weekend, probably both days. Over the last 13 weeks, we've run together three times and we've seen each other more than we've ever seen each other before, but... Uh, we got out. We had the, the very good fortune to get out both days on the weekend, so we ran Saturday, Sunday, and definitely, I mean, especially on the Sunday because we were both tired from the Saturday. Talking the whole way made what would have been quite a strenuous run in places absolutely just it was so enjoyable, and so you sort of for finish a two-hour run and go, oh. Here we go. So, yeah, we're yabbering the whole time, pretty yeah. much. It's a total jaw fest. Yeah. We, uh, we're like most runners, and sometimes running becomes secondary. Absolutely. It's actually a social experience. We're out there uh, chatting away about... You, you can kind of... You can get through all sorts of conversations in a run. There's lots of laughs. There's lots of joking. But you can also have some really deep conversations. And I think, you know, maybe it's a male thing when if you're sitting opposite each other... You might sort of grunt, mm, how you going, mate? Yep, good, mate, yep. But when you're running on the trail side by side and you're both a bit tired and you're in nature, you kind of open up a bit mm. and you talk a bit more than maybe you would across the table from each other. So running is very social for us and for our listeners as well. And that's what we try and replicate on the show is those conversations that you have when you're out there running, trying to capture that is mm. what, we're, what we're trying to do. And most of the, uh, there's actually a term for it, it's called autonomous intimacy. And it's that thing that through shared 
I think suffering's the wrong word because it's it's such an enjoyable thing. But through shared, I guess, or physiological output or shared challenge or something. Challenge, yeah. yeah. It's an intimate thing, you know. And I think our show reflects this as we really talk about really talk about running to the people we talk to, if that makes sense. Yeah. So whilst Eugene and I are both massive running nerds, like we could get lost in the minutiae of running you know you can google someone's marathon splits so if i get the opportunity to talk to say someone like dean carnasis or myel backhausen or malik and i'm going to be asking about who they are and what they are not like what they do yeah we don't really want to say oh so you went through the 30k split and what time you know that's kind of i mean yes matt says we're running geeks we love that stuff but that's kind of boring it's we're far more interested in what was going on what did it take to get there how do they function how do they tick matt raymond and eugene bingham of dirt church radio and you can find details of eugene and matt's favorite podcasts if you go to our website now that's rnz.co.nz forward slash podcast hour thanks for listening to the podcast hour from rnz If it's helping you find new stuff to listen to, I'd love you to review it on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts from to help other people find it. Let me know too if you'd like to hear fewer shows, longer clips or more interviews with the people making the shows that we feature. And if you can please subscribe to the Podcast Hour, leave us a rating and a review or just mention it to a friend or a family member, I'd be really grateful. Thanks a lot. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.